Hey guys, Veronica, Andrew, and Nate here. We are Foodies, Foodies Watching, Watching Movies. A podcast dedicated to awesome movies, great food, and that's about it. Check us out on the JIC Network at www.journeyintocomics.com. Maybe throw some money over to our Patreon. So we can eat this week. And now your feature presentation. The following, following. the following is a journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Welcome back. This is Poor 360 episode 14, I believe. 14? Do you have any idea? How am I supposed to know? How, how is she? Yeah, I am your host, Andrew Poor. Thank you for joining me. And as you just heard, that is my wife, Liz, who is joining me here on this episode. Yep. Hello. Hello. So this episode, like I've said the past few, has been about pets. We love them, we have them, if you don't have them, I don't understand why. Unless you're allergic. And I've done childhood pets, which is what I've talked about on a few episodes back. And I did, last week with Tyler, I did on fish keeping. And I wanted Liz to be kind of the conclusion of this, just to talk about our love of pets, her love of pets, why we have the pets we have, and kind of her story on it. So, I guess just to get started, you've... You've had pets growing up a little bit. Nothing major. I only had fish. It wasn't as exciting. I always envied the people that had pets. Right. So you didn't have any... So you didn't have pets you could cuddle. Right. Exactly. No... I begged... I, like, did everything in my power to try and get an animal. Like, when we were learning how to write persuasive essays, I wrote a persuasive essay to my mom and dad about how... I need a dog and why I need one and it's always been you know something I've tried to get them to you know meet me halfway on but no they don't they never wanted it my dad doesn't want to pick get stuck picking up the poop and stuff so he just kind of nixed it mm-hmm. but now I have all the pets I want exactly because you both your parents did have pets growing up, or at least dogs. Yeah, they both had dogs. My dad had, like, the foofy, like, designer dog that he didn't really want and got stuck taking care of because he was the youngest. And then my mom had, like, the dog that she loved, Blackie, who was this little miniature poodle, and, like, was devastated. She took, like, apparently when... He was 17 years old when he died, but when he was 17, she took, like, two days off of work in mourning of him, and I was like, that sounds like me. Yeah, it's definitely you and your mother are a pair when it comes to that. Because mm-hmm. you both, and your parents have really, your dad's really come around with Max, have being able, like, I feel like, for being, like, I remember when I first was going to move up here, your parents said I could come up and stay with them, but I couldn't bring Max. And I feel like now they would have no issue with that oh, whatsoever. No, not at all. My parents are, I always ask them, like, oh, you should get a dog. And then they're like, well, what about Max? I'm like, well, what do you mean? Max could still come over. They're like, oh, no, we can't. And then they're like, and like, if we talk about getting another dog, they're like, well, we'll take Max and you can get another dog. Like, no, no, no. That's not how this works. This does not, you don't get hand-me-downs. That's crazy. And you weren't a fan of cats growing up. Or not Um, as much. Not as much. Um, There. So the story behind that was that because... Um, we're at, this is a cousin I barely even talk to anymore, but when we were younger, um, we went to my cousin's birthday party at her house, and I remember, I wasn't in the room when it happened, but I heard it happen, and, um, this other little girl tried to pick up their cat, and the cat scratched her really bad, and that made me a little fearful of cats for a while. Okay. And then I went... I don't know what it is about orange cat, but it was another orange cat. I used to get my hair cut in this lady's basement, and she got this orange cat named Tucker, and he was, like, the only cat that I really liked. And now I just have a love of orange cats. Which is why we have one. Which is why we have one. All right, so, and did you, um, in school, did you have classroom pets that you remember? I mean, we had, like, the typical, like, first grade, or, like, what was it? Kindergarten, we had, like, baby ducks. Oh, that's exciting. And then 
first grade we had chicks or it was flip-flopped I don't know same teacher but two different pets um then we had um what did we have then we had second grade we had butterflies third grade we had mealworms and then that was kind of the end of the pets we didn't have anything cool like some kids do nowadays where they're like classroom pets a bearded dragon or a snake or something like that like no you didn't have any of the rodents like the hamsters no, or the gerbils no. or anything i don't know why i think it was just a thing they didn't want them yeah i had those in a few i think mostly well obviously just in grade school i feel like I think I remember we like you know, like took the hamster dribble home over like winter break or spring break or whatever. Now I wouldn't even trust that with a ten foot pole. No way. No, I don't. Yeah, rodents' time has passed. Even though they're really cute, sometimes we see them at the pet store. N- not even that. It's I would be okay with having a rodent. It's just the idea of like having a kid try and take it home. Like, I feel like no, you thank you. Like this would, is mine. I feel like you end up with just no. Like something happening, and like, like, well, it got out, or I took it out to play, and then it's gone. Like, oh. And, like, I don't know how many parents would actually be okay with having their kid take it home. Right. I feel like you have to get a permission slip and stuff. It, I think things were just looser when we were kids. Yeah. Okay, so That's we covered that. So, so, really, before me, you really didn't have a lot of, like, pet exposure. I mean, I did. It was just very... I only had maybe one friend growing up that had a dog. Um, and it was mostly in middle school was when we met. Or no. I think we went. No, we went to. It was elementary school and middle school. But she had like a little Shih Tzu dog that was really cute. And I can't remember her name to save my life. But the dog's name. But it was a really sweet dog. And she's old. And. Hmm. It was sad when she died because whenever I went to her house, it always was super quiet after the dog died. And pretty much after that, like, well, I mean, my, like, my uncles always had a dog. Um, when I was growing up, they had Aspen the Samoyed, which was really, she was a really good dog. And then she ended up having arthritis and they had to, like, she was, I don't know, maybe 16 when she died. Mm. And then now they have Cody, which is, like, this poor, sad little dog dog that has all these health issues that just won't die i'm probably gonna see it this weekend yeah he's I'm okay assuming he's, he's coming yeah but he's not coming here that's for sure no no that's too much chaos for our house yeah i don't know how he gets along with other dogs okay yeah he's... yeah that's pretty much they're all like secondhand it wasn't like i ever got to like like hang out with them for an extended period of time it was just like Right. Occasional. You should tell your pet store story. When oh, like how my dad's friend owned a pet store. Uh huh. Yeah. So my dad's, and it's actually very close to where we live right now. But my dad's friend, um, owned a pet store in town, and um, my parents helped, kind of, build it. And so, they had a whole big side with a bunch of birds. Like they did. They had this huge like finch, like aviary they had um like all these exotic parrots and um parakeets and cockatiels and cockatoos like anything you could think of they probably had and they hand raised them and then the other side they had just like i mean really anything you could think a normal pet store before all those laws were put in place they had puppies they had a lot of different kinds of fish they had gerbils hamsters guinea pigs but then then they had and reptiles and whatever but then they had some interesting ones like for a while he was able to sell potbelly pigs so there was this little like ceramic like tub type thing and the pig like little piglets would be running around i don't remember that as much my parents i remember telling me about that but the best pet that they had and it wasn't for sale it was one of his own pets was the spider monkey named Stella. And I don't know how they came across Stella. I think it was maybe like she was a baby and they had like rescued her or something. Cause they're both very, um, the family friend and her, his wife were very into animals. So she was kind of like the pet store mascot and she was like, had her little enclosure and it was really cool. I mean, we never, like, I never got to, like, pet or anything, but it was, like, my favorite thing was to go watch her and all that. And 
Hmm. You know, my dad was, at that time, my dad was still into um, doing fish keeping and whatnot. Um, and my, his name is Skip. So Skip would always give him like a little discount. So like whenever we would go there, I'd always like he to get new fish. Cause for some reason, you know, every once in a while the fish would start dying mm-hmm. except for the very few. Um, and then I would want to go along cause I wanted to play with the puppies and they had the puppy playroom and it was so much fun. And I remember a few times I had the designer dogs and I, um, like they hate to have like the designer puppies cause I always wanted the small dogs. I don't know why. Little white fluffy dogs. Yes. There was a little white fluffy dog I really wanted and I carried it around the store and I was begging my dad, begging my dad and saying there was a little black one like that. I'm like begging and begging and begging. Yeah, it didn't happen obviously. But unfortunately once the economy tanked, that was when it kind of went down because people weren't... A lot of the mom and pop businesses had a hard time yeah, getting through that. so... But it was fun. I think they still raise birds by hand sometimes. I don't know though. But they enjoyed it, and it's got some fond memories of it, and it was good. Okay. And that brings us to, when we started dating, I had a dog, mm-hmm. Rocky, who we've talked about before on other shows. Uh, it was my first dog. I remember doing the whole thing of, like, petitioning, or a PowerPoint to convince my dad that we should get a dog, because my brother had a dog, and then he had moved out, so I was... An, only one living in... Not only one living in... Uh, I was... The last child left in the house. We just had the cats. Which I've had my whole life growing up, which I've talked about before. But wanted a dog. Made this whole thing about how to take care of it. How... Like the right dog and all of this. And finally convinced. And we went... Got him. But you had... Your parents had had dogs in the past, too. Yes. We've had... I don't know, like my parents had a dog... Um, right before my brother was born... And like till he was like young, um, then we had Gypsy, who was a big black dog, who was well trained but kind of a terror. If she if she got out, she would wreak havoc. Ate squirrels, hurt a dog. We had to send her to the farm, literally, not like the sending a farm like they you always hear about. But I don't know. She's I know she's no longer alive now, but she they lived her days like on a farm, just being a farm dog, which is good. But, yeah, so had that. So, we've my parents had exposure. I think both my... I don't know, actually, I don't know if my mom had a dog. I know she had cats, because she had, like, these little, like, little white fluffy cats when she was little that she has, like, she had pictures with. I don't know if my dad had dogs. They moved around a lot, so I don't know if they actually took the dogs with them. Or, like, had dogs. But, so, but they both were good with pets and stuff. And seeing them now, you know they're pet people, and that's kind of what they instilled in me. But, yeah, so... Rocky I got as a puppy from a shelter. He was like 12 weeks old. So just a little guy. He was a lab husky mix. So he was just this big, fluffy, golden no, color. No, it was a chow. Lab chow mix, sorry. Well, I think some husky. It's like that husky ridge that kind of went away as he got older. But he was just a big, fluffy dog with a curly tail. Great dog. He was my first exposure dog. And really when I got to like be hands-on with a pet that like needed me for everything. Because you had cats growing up, but... As long as you clean the litter box and give them food, that's they're kind of self-sufficient. And there were inside-outside cats, so they would hunt and do all that stuff. Get knocked up. That happens. That's why you should fix your animals, because if you have an inside-outside cat, it will get knocked up by another stray. It just happens. But yeah, Rock was a good dog. I had him from basically when I was 16 until uh, about a year after we started dating. Um, dogs his size are, don't usually live as long just because... Uh, there's prone to hip dysplasia, and he had some hip issues as he got a little bit older that we had to give him um, some, like, the oral steroids for... He didn't like stairs to begin with, and it was just his thing. So, um... So, yeah, it wasn't really a great thing when he passed, but... But his wasn't even, like, hip... It wasn't like no, he had to it was... put to sleep. It was because, well, we think it was this weird random disease that we actually kind of like just learned about at our vet when we took max mm-hmm. and a lot of the symptoms that they were telling us about for this leptomosis or something um were similar to what andrew described like the symptoms that rocky had so now knowing that there's kind of like a there's a chance there's a 
there's like, oh, that could have been something that affected Rocky, it makes me worried, and I'm like, oh, we gotta get Max. Like, right. if there's a vaccine for it and we can prevent it, I totally want Max. Right. To do I, don't, that. I don't think either of us could handle Max going quickly and unexpectedly. I think it would break us. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Especially since, like, I feel bad, but it's like you you were alone for like two weeks before you had Max. Again. Right. It was yeah. I lost Rocky right right after like, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and then by mid December. The opportunity for Max happened. And it was a straight situation. I was still kind of, not really grieving, but I was still processing what had happened, how it felt. I said all this dog stuff, and it just seemed like I could, I'm not gonna, I'm never gonna be able to replace Rocky, but I can give another dog a life because I have, I have a home, I have everything he would need. It was like, he was lost, and there was snow, and it was just, the opportunity was right, and you kind of. I felt bad. I kind of pushed you, but I was, like, was... I was like, I was like, I was like, I was. I think I one point I was like, I just need to wait, maybe in the spring or something. Well, you and... said like after Christmas because I I had mentioned. Oh like, right, my that mom's the... friend had found this litter of puppy, or like not found, but like, um, she was through a shelter and she saw that there was this. They're like, hey, we're going to be having puppies. They'll be ready on Christmas Eve or like after Christmas. So, like, if you want, you can claim one of the puppies and then you can come pick them up one up, like, once they're ready. But they were Lab Huskies, which the dog that they got from that litter was, like, was like 150 pounds now. But, Big, but Andrew, dog. like, I mean, he was considering it, but then he, his mom, I guess you can tell the rest of the story about yeah. how your mom so kind of got involved. My mom, my mom, like I've said before, is a, is a teacher. So there's kind of, like, an inter-teacher, like, email thing where people can, like, Post, like, notices, like, oh, we're selling this stuff. Like, kind of, like, garage sale. But, like, this one, someone posted, like, missing, like, a dog. I found a stray. Looks very underfed. I'm holding him right now. I can't keep him. He has no ID. I, like, she's taken him to shelters and they don't have any record of him. So, just looking for a home for it. So, I think on my old, old phone, I had, like, the text chain. But, like, I reached out. And well, you like you texted me. You were like, I oh, this said I had the pictures. Sorry. Yeah, and you're like, oh, like I don't know if I should do this. Whatever, whatever. He's like, well, he's like, we were waiting for the pictures. I'm like, okay, you're gonna see this dog, and like, then decide. Like, you've got to see what this looks like. You don't want to get like this giant dog or this itty bitty dog. Like, you don't want right. to get one that's not right for right. you. Right? We never know what a stray dog's demeanor is going to be because I've never seen this dog in person. I have... And it didn't... Like, sometimes the description, even if it's, like, a mutt, you don't really know what you're getting because right. lab boxers... I mean, I even Could looked be. it up online and I'm like, there's some that do look like Max. There's some that look completely different. Like, there's so many different ones right. that, like, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. So, got the picture. I remember... There's a picture of him in, like, the backseat of a car. Mm-hmm. I think we have that picture somewhere. It's probably saved on my computer. Mm-hmm. Or on my email. And his little, like, scared face when they tried to get a close-up. That's the one you sent me. And I was like, oh, my gosh. He was, get like, him. six months old. I'm like, you, he needs it. And then Andrew's kind of hemming and hawing. Like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. It's like, I'm not, it, feels, like it feels like it's not fair to Rocky to replace him this soon. It feels like I'm just going to transfer, like, I'm just going to... It's like when like, you losing a pet, get one like the same day, like no, like nothing happened. That's kind of what I was feeling at the time. I feel like it just wasn't fair, but it's you can't never prepare yourself to like you can't just like I've read this and I've said this like when you lose a pet, that doesn't mean you should just stop having that type of pet. Like if you lose a dog, you shouldn't just stop having dogs. You have gotta keep giving that love to someone else, and you can give someone a better life. Well, and my thing, my whole thing was like he he was kind of leaning towards like the puppy after christmas and whatever and i was like but this dog if you don't give it a home she wanted to give it to the shelter and i'm like that i don't know about that it kind of like made me feel guilty like it it might get adopted it could end up not if it's not going to a no kill it could maybe not make it right and i was like those puppies like those newborn puppies they're gonna make it they're gonna have people that'll want them like Mm -hmm. You don't have to worry about a home for them. It's these older puppies that sometimes you have to worry about. So I was like, I think I had to put my two cents in, even though I was only digging him for a year. I was like, I think if you're going to go with a new dog, I think you should go with this one because it needs a home. It's more desperate for a home than those little puppies are. Mm-hmm. 
Do you remember the name you wanted to name Max? <laughs> I know. I wanted Stanley, but he, now looking at him, I was like, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, Max ended up working. I know Max is about the most, sec- like, the probably the third most common mm. dog name after Buddy. Probably Spot. I don't know. But yeah, Max is a really common name. But he did look a little like the dog from... Your mom made a good point. Yeah, she and I was like, yeah, I, I get that. And it fit. And I remember going to get him. It was like, left work. It was kind of on the way I was over by like the Y, which was like a mile from my where I worked. And it wasn't even like, a, oh, here you go. He's like, all right, here's your dog. All right, see you later. And I was just like, put him in my back seat. And he immediately went from the back seat to the front seat. And I was like, well, this is how it's going to be. And... Mm. Yeah, it was... I couldn't have picked a better dog. Mm-hmm. Like... I remember I even drew... So, it was during my finals, I think, was when you got them. Because I, like, left my Friday... I didn't have any finals, right, I think, after, until Monday. Right. And so, I left my Friday final. I'm in, like, a snowstorm. But I was like, I need to come and be there the first night this dog is here. Whatever. And drove, like, the normal... It, take, it took... From college to his house is usually about an hour, an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. It took me three hours to get there mm-hmm. in the snowstorm. So I was very determined to get there, and it was worth it. He was a cutie. He's a keeper. Yeah, he's been he's been great. Mm-hmm. He's definitely a lot more because Rocky had the issue. He was he was not really an escape artist, but if he got out, he would just take off. Like he was, it was all a game to him. He was going over, but Max. Let him at the front yard. He's not gonna go anywhere. He he'll chase a squirrel, but it'll be like, oh, oh, I'm far away. I'll yeah, run he right like back. realizes you're not chasing after him, and then he's like, oh wait, I probably shouldn't be doing. Then he runs back, but the same speed. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Now back. Okay, we're good. But yeah. yeah, and he's best around. Like you can tug on him, you can put your hand in his food bowl. He has no food aggression. He's just he's just a great dog. And I mm. I can't really think of what else to say, but. He's he was a good puppy. He was a good fit at the time. I and if I would have wait, I don't know. I I feel like since then all the pets, that really all the pets of you have really pushed me towards have all worked out. I know I'm such a bad influence. Not really. All right. So okay. So and Max is gonna be six. He is. He's gonna be he's six. Good boy. He's laying on the couch. I'm guessing. Yep. He has his. Claimed is thrown on the couch. And he has handled all the moving and mm-hmm. the transitions from my parents' mm-hmm. house to the apartment to the our house. Dealt with me wanting to cuddle with him and eventually giving in most times. Yes. Him in his grumbles. Mm-hmm. Senior dog moments. Mm-hmm. Well, not, he's not, not senior that dog, but his, little, his grumpy dog moments. Uh-huh. <sighs> Gets up and leaves. Because you go lay on him and he'll go... <sighs> well, not, not growling, really. but like... You just, know when to stop because he starts grumbling. You're like, yeah, maybe I should not. He's like, could you not? Not that he would... I don't think he would really go after you. Yeah, if Max... You stayed too long. I think he'd just keep grumbling. <laughs> Why? Sorry, my cat just Other bit cat. Yes, yeah, we'll talk about you in a minute. So, um, I think Max heard me. Uh, Pop, where are you? Come here! Where are you? Where I heard him. I heard him. Oh, he's just got his head up like, hey, what are you doing? I heard the pee. Come here, poop. No, he's he's fine. He's comfy, cozy. Oh yeah, okay. But yeah, I think Max is a way of melting hearts, and I think everyone loves him. Even your brother, who really wasn't a. I know my brother has turned into a dog person, and he's never had. I mean, he's in the same boat as me. We never really had dogs, but he was more like my dad, and was like, "No, I don't want a dog. Dogs are stupid." And blah blah blah. And... and then he met Max, and he's like, "Oh my gosh!" Like. Yeah. He's great, and, like, and I love the girlfriend, like, thank goodness. Like, she's got him even more into dogs, like. So she has, like, what, three labs, two She la- has two labs, and they want to get one more, um, but, like. You know if they stay together, they're getting a dog, the two of them. Well, he wants one so bad. I so, think he sees Max and is, like. He wants one of his own. Yeah, he wants one of his own. And I think it would, he would be good. He has the, he has the stature, the demeanor. He could easily get a dog snap to attention he could train it well and mm-hmm. he'd be good yeah okay so that's that's max that's pet number one that's pet number one of the many number so two. The, so this is our first my first cat solo our first cat together which was another kind of 
of should I, shouldn't I situation. It was, um... Well, you had Chester, but I guess Chester. that was Chester was that kind was of different. my cat, but it was my parents' cat. Like, it was... It lived with your parents, but, like, you helped get kind of the ball rolling with right. it. Right. I... Yeah, that cat liked me, but it liked everyone. It was still a little three-legged cat. Mm-hmm. But, so, Daisy's story. So R.I.P. Chester. R.I.P. Chester. So unfortunate. Some mm-hmm. cats just, yeah. Especially when they're stray, they end up with conditions. If you don't take them regularly to the vet, you'd miss out on certain things. But that's a whole nother, nother topic. We're, we're very much on preventative maintenance for our animals. Mm-hmm. We'll get them checked out every year. Yep, shots up to date. Shots up to date, general evaluation, making sure that they're as healthy as we can make possible without, like... Without spending thousands and thousands of dollars on medical care alone. Exactly, exactly. So, I was home from... I was already I was already up here. You were visiting your parents. Right, I was, I was already living up here. I was visiting my parents on some random weekend in, like, the summer... Actually, kind of getting close. It was like Memorial Day It was weekend? right before we went to Vegas. It was like Memorial Day weekend, like pre-Memorial Day? Yeah, like something like that. So, I was I was home and then my cousin, second cousin, cousin however you want to do it, my, my mom's sister's daughter, stepdaughter, um, where she lived, she had a litter of kittens that... Two litters of kittens. Two litters, just didn't know what to do. So, I was like, oh, are you interested in a cat? Like, I was like, uh, I don't know. So, I was like, um, I think, I don't remember if they I went sent, to, like, You a, guys went to come, to, like, go visit her Right, something. just to see what they, because I don't remember if I took, did I, because I think I wanted to ask you if I should go. I can't yeah. remember if I sent you pictures of what. I think maybe, you, no, you said, like, oh, should I go with, like, I'm like, who doesn't want to play with kittens? Like, you don't have to get go. one. Go. You don't have to get one. Go play with the kittens. Mm-hmm. I love doing I love playing with the animals. Right. So I went. It wasn't the wasn't the best conditions, but it was fine. Mm-hmm. Just don't sit down. Yeah. But there was so there was two other kids just because they had inside outside cats and they lived near the woods, so cats had babies. So I get there, there's just a mess of kittens. There's some slightly older kittens, slightly younger kittens, and then like Five or six, like, full-grown cats just kind of hanging out. And I remember just seeing when there was some runs, and there were some ginger cats, and there was cats all over the place, and some were just kind of running around. You couldn't really get a handle on one. I cuddled with a few. I think I was leaning more towards the runt just because it was calm, and it didn't really do much. And I was sending Liz pictures of, like, these kittens are just in a box. And then I don't know if... She's like, I want to see... There was, like, one with, like... More white than the rest of them, and it wasn't one of the ginger ones. And you're like, can you send a picture of that one or take it out? So I sent the picture. I think that's the one you still have. I was wearing that mm-hmm. greenish, brownish shirt, and I remember having the picture and this little cat next to me on my. And you're like, that that you're getting that cat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I like this one, and you're like, well, I like this one. I'm like, okay, whatever you pick, but I really think that one is a cool looking cat because she's got like so they had like. It was, like, a general mix of just all sorts of cats. Like, they had, like, I think there was one calico, maybe one or two calico. A lot of ginger. A lot of ginger cats. Some solid, like, gray striped cats, like the very domestic short-haired yeah, looking cat. Yeah, like the cat. domestic short-haired tabby. And then, and then Daisy was the only one that was really, like, white with, like, or she was the dark, like, the gray, like the tabby. Mm-hmm. And then, um... And then had the a lot of white on her. So I, like, re- recognized her right away. And I'm like, oh, let's look at her. Why not? And then he picked her up. I'm like, yeah, that I want that one so cute. Yeah. So, My girl. I think I remember sending Liz the picture. I think when we were leaving, she was perched up on my knee in the car. Well, you're like, guess what? which one I picked? I'm like, ah! Oh, yay! Especially because she knew I was going to be bringing that pet home. Mm-hmm. And it was so tiny. It was so seven weeks old six weeks old when i got it just weaned we're getting it wet food and it was just the messiest eater and got a little purple collar and a little thing i don't know how soon we came up with the name daisy we were like going back and forth for like since you brought her home like i remember just you had like xenon i'm like what the hell xenon i think i was just thinking of really weird 
out there. I don't know what I was... You had some interesting names on the horizon. I was just very confused. I thought he was playing in snow across the way. <laughs> Fun. Um, You're like trying... We were trying, like, going through different ones, and then we finally landed on Daisy. It's like, oh, I like Daisy. And was which like, is kind of funny, because at the time, I still had those... Or no, I got rid of those two hamsters I had, and one of those was named Daisy. Right, yeah. Yeah, because I had two hamsters. I don't know why. I think I had them because they were from my mom's school. Like, it's two, like, sur- like surrendered classroom pets that I just took care of because I knew how to, and it was fine. I wasn't super committed on them. They just existed. But let me think what else went on. Um, so, yeah, Daisy, I brought her home. The other cats were interesting. She was very freaked out by Max at first, and she wouldn't stay in the box on the drive home. Ended up like getting out and going back to where Max was sleeping on his bed and sleeping not next to him but on the bed, mm-hmm. as far away from possible because she just didn't want to be trapped in a box. Which I, I understand. I should have gotten a carrier. And remember, you and I we went got a bunch of stuff like litter box and a. Uh, I remember we brought her to my... Because you were on the way home and you brought her to my house. Because you were... you were, I can't remember if you were... I was living at home still. Right. You were on... Because you were you're already done with school. Mm-hmm. Or bringing it by and brought it in. I think that's the only time my cat has been inside your parents' house. Mm-hmm. I remember being small and your dad was very... Not really on edge, but he was like, make sure that cat doesn't do anything. Yeah, he's like, don't he, let that cat get on the couch. Right. So he had it on the coffee table. Mm-hmm. It was little and it was curious and your mom really liked the cat and... That's like when Daisy used to have the thing of, like, when she was a kid, when she would climb my back mm-hmm. to get up on my shoulder because she liked the height and the safety. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where she loved that cat tree. But, um, so we had her, that was a fit, and I brought her home, and took her a while to get used to Max because she was very scared because Max was just this giant thing. But they got along. They I mean... got along. They, they got along a lot faster than later. Mm-hmm. And she loved to play and toys, and she would hide in places because she was very small. Oh, she can get under I the couch and under the chair. I found a of all her siblings. Really? Yeah. So there were one, two, three, four, five. That's a lot of ginger four, cats. Five. There were five ginger cats. There were three regular. Can you like, spot Daisy? Oh yeah, I remember. You're like, oh, circle the one because you could like edit your picture that way. Circle the one you want to see, and I circled. Oh, Daisy. it really same. Daisy really does stand out in that group. Mm-hmm. All the ginger cats look the same, all the gray ones, and then Daisy's like, white face. Yeah, and then you had the other, you had like the runt, you were holding the runt, so it wasn't in the picture. Oh, that's right. Duh. Yeah, they were so cute. She was, and she really, I think just because she was separated from her sibling, she was very attached to me when I brought her home. She wanted to be around my head, on my chest, underneath me, and she just wanted that extra sense of warmth and comfort mm-hmm. and... Well, and sometimes she tried with Max. She, like, would try and, like, stay close to him. Like, this picture where they're, like, sitting close Oh, yeah, Max is like, uh, could you not? Yeah. Max would roll over on his back and Daisy would just smell him. And Max would be like, uh, I'm gonna go. He's like, I don't know if I like that. I'm gonna go. But they never never really, besides the instance, they never really had an issue. And I really don't want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. But, so that was Daisy. Daisy and Max were the pair. I remember giving uh it was max's birthday we had a hat and we put a hat on try to put a hat on daisy and, mm-hmm. and oh, do i have a picture with him the birthday hat on i have him with this cake from that year the cake you got mm-hmm. this big cake donut thing yeah it was from the the cake or the bentley's bakery bentley's the dog bakery. bakery yeah where is it i don't think i have it maybe i do i don't know and so we had it was max and daisy for like, over a year, just the two of them. Yeah, because right, Daisy and Roy are about a year apart. Right, so the rest of that year into the summer, and then brings us to... We're going to kind of jump a bit, because not really a lot happened between then and our next pet, which was more recent. Mm-hmm. Which, Rory. Which was Rory, which was a ginger cat. Because we... While... After Daisy... Before Rory, we started volunteering at the Buddy Foundation, which is a local shelter. Not really local, but close. A close shelter. Mm-hmm. And we would work on the dog side. And on one of our shifts, um, some people showed up. They knew it was after... It was like over Labor Day weekend right. when we were there. And it was after like adoption hours. And they came in and it was just 
they kind of flagged us down or I'm like, hey, I think you've told the story. I don't know. If, maybe you just told it to <laughs> Lindsay. Um, we told the story of how. Oh, do I need to tell the whole story? Yeah, you're good at that story. So we were, so we were walking a dog and this car pulls up to the front of the place and, or to the shelter and they're like, hey, we know you're closed, but like, this is kind of an emergency. And I'm like, what the heck kind of emergency do you need me for? Cause it was like, we'd only been there a few months. So I was, I had literally no clue what was, what to expect. So they're like, they're in the car and I go over and they're like, well, so here's the thing. So we, they had two big pit bulls. And so, um, they were out on a walk with these pit bulls and they were going nuts over this garbage can. Like didn't, and they really didn't understand why. So they put the dogs away and they went back to this garbage can to see this little orange kitten. And I was like, oh my goodness, we got to get this kitten out of here. So they're like, is there any way that you guys can like take this kitten? I'm like, I have no idea, but let me go check because I'm not going to, I'm not about to turn an animal away. That's just silly when you live at, or not live at. Sometimes I feel like I live there, but, um... Like, you can't just turn away an animal like that. Right. So, I was, like, looking all over the place, trying to figure out where the heck do I go to get in touch with someone from the cat side. Because originally, I just went over to the cat side to see if anybody was there, to see if they knew what to do, but no one was there. So, I ended up calling, like, the emergency cat person, and they told me what to do, and I was like, all right, I guess I'll do it. And so, we, like, ended up, like, they put the cats in, like, an isolation room until they figure out, like, okay, is this cat sick? Is this cat, like, have fleas? Until they're, ba- pretty much until they're ready to go. Or, I mean, ready to be out in general population. So, the weekend goes by. We go into the next weekend. And we, like, decide to go visit after our shift. We're like, oh, that, like, that cat was really cute. And he was super tame. Like, mm-hmm. we definitely figured that he lived with a family beforehand because literally these kids, like, after I'd come out and said, okay, we can take him, like, Rory is just sitting in the grass, like, walking around, not trying to run away. Like, and the cat's kids just playing with him. And... It's like, okay, we can take him. So, like, don't worry about that. Like, we can do it. And so... We did that, and, like, the next week we came and visited him, and they said, well, like, we were feeling around, the vet was feeling around his abdomen, and they felt this lump, and I'm like, oh my gosh, we just brought this cat that's sick and dying, and they're like, yeah, in a few weeks we're gonna do, like, an ultrasound and see, like, what's going on there. So then they believed it was a tumor at the time. Yeah, they thought it was a tumor, and I'm like, oh, great, I just brought this cat in that's sick and, you know, super upset. And we like it. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's so nice, and like, kind of, he kind of remembered us a little bit, or I'd like to think he remembered us. Um, so then, like, each week as like he's been there, he we kind of went and visited him. He was in like this little, they kind of had what like a section of the cat area that's like for more medically unstable animals. Mm-hmm. So like. Like, sometimes the animals that don't have, like, they haven't seen the vet yet, or animals that, like, they may have, like, just, like, certain health issues that if they're with other cats, it might hurt them. So, like, we'd go visit him and give him cuddles and whatever. And then one week, we get there, and he's not there. And I'm like, oh, no. What happened? Like, what happened? Trying to ask all these cat people. And finally, we were talking to this one lady, and she's like, oh, yeah, he had surgery, and... It was actually his kidney that wasn't working well, so now, um, so I think we figured it out. I think we just took out the kidney, and he's actually my foster cat. He's staying at my house. We're like, oh, okay, and she's like, oh, are you you guys interested in adopting? And we were like, uh. (laughs) And then she's like, well, I'll give you my phone number. If you're interested in coming for a visit, let me know, and we can set something up, and whatever, whatever. And so, I we, like, left that day, and we're just like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But I was kind of like, well, I want to go visit, like, he's so cute, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and then Andrew's like, fine, we'll go visit. If he doesn't like us, then we're not gonna, you right. know. Right. 
We're not taking him home. But he has, he has to like us. I'm like, okay, fine. So we end up going to going to this lady's house. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, I see a cat. And I'm like, mine. I was, I was like, this is my cat. I love him already. Like, I can't get rid of him. Like, he's too I, I loved uh, his natural behavior that when he when people showed up, he was excited and his first reaction was to go eat. Yes. So, it, like, he'd be so excited. He'd be like, oh, I'm going to eat now. And then he goes over there and eats. Like, look at me. I'm eating. Like. Yeah. And it's very weird. Like, I don't understand why it was, but. It was like he must have been like. Everyone, every time someone would come in, they try to get him to eat, maybe, and he just got in his head, like, people just need to see me eating. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do it as much now, but he, for the longest time, it was whenever he got excited, he'd go somewhere to eat. Yeah, and it was just like, I don't know, it was just something about him. I kept talking, because it was like, I kept saying, I'm like, oh, well, he's, like, we're thinking of, at the time, we're like, we're thinking of moving, like, either to a bigger apartment or to a house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? He's only going to be in the apartment for a few months and it's not like a long term thing he'll have a bigger place to live whatever right but I'm like Daisy's I kept saying Daisy's lonely Daisy's lonely he's like fine yes I was whatever and I so was harder to convince it. and I was like then you're getting the cat <laughs> yeah well technically we were doing a bad thing but um because technically I'm only allowed to have one cat one dog in my apartment and the adoption people's policy was you if you live in an apartment you need to have a copy of like your lease and proof that you don't that you're not like violent because they don't want to see they don't want to have you adopt an animal that you can't keep and then have to return it mm-hmm. so we did kind of a bad thing go on <laughs> so i put down my parents address i was like it's only for a few months he's not gonna make a mess or anything he's just a cat so I put down my parents' address. I'm like, yeah, I own the house. My parents own the house, whatever. And we adopt him. And, yeah, and I cried when we were in the car with him because he had this such a sad, like, um, like, he's in the cat carry. And our, both our cats do this when they're in the cat carry or, like, going to the vet or whatever. And they're like, meow, like, this really sad mewing. Like, oh. And I was like, with this one with Rory I was like no let's let him out he'll be fine and he really was but he like got up on my arm I had my arm against the window and he got up and perched on my arm and started purring really loud and I just looking out the window and you were yes I just started crying so I was like oh my god like he's so wonderful I love him blah 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 Uh uh-huh I remember so he's just a sweet cat and I love him and and we had to keep him because I wanted to slowly introduce him to Daisy so for the first like, few days, we kept him just in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I remember he would, uh... Had a box with a blanket in it that he slept in. He slept in the bed. He met Max first. Had no issues mm-hmm. with Max. I think he hissed at him once when Max... Because Max was the size of him. Yeah. Or Max's head was the size of him. So he was... And then Daisy was always meowing outside the door. And I did the slow introduction. And it... Rory would make the happy, like... And the Daisy would hiss, and then we'd go, and then kind of slunk away. But now they're the best of friends. Now they're friends, and they play, and they fight, and they mess around. And yeah, they're good. Mm-hmm. And Daisy's just, now she's just rolling around. And Rory's sleeping in Max's bed, so that's... Yeah, it's a nice little happy fam-bam. And then we, we had to add more. Yeah, one more time. One more pet. Mm-hmm. That is dear old Petey the Bird. Petey, Petey Jean. Petey Jean. Eugene the bird. So, I think you're sensing a pattern. <laughs> so, we were we were already married. This was a few months back, a couple months back, February. It was right before my birthday or close to my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, we were going out to check out a friend's uh, cafe or fr- like family friend. There, they opened up a little like coffee shop, served food and everything little ways away and, it was that, and while we were playing on that I was looking because I, I did on the last podcast I'm into fish and I was like oh there's a a place that has birds and it has fish that's kind of cool we should go check that out after we get our breakfast because you've always talked about how you wanted a bird at some point you wanted a cockatiel was always like a bucket list bird for you yeah so we had our little brunch then we went after and I was gonna I, I don't even know if I even really looked at the fish I think like, I skimmed around the fish and mm-hmm. 
He's like, oh, look, there's birds. We asked questions to the lady. And it's like, oh, you want to go back there? And Shadows go back. I think Kat's about to fight. Um, go, Rory, go. <laughs> go, Rory, go. She's in the position. Yeah. So we went to the back room. It's like this, like, the whole pet store, like, all, like, the non-pet, like, all, like, the pet stuff, like, food and bedding, all that stuff is in, like, the main part. And there's like, this sliding glass door that goes into, like, where they keep all their birds. So there's, um, the ba- like, all the birds for sale are in, like, the front area, then, like, the babies are in the middle area, and then, like, the breeding birds and the birds they don't really sell are in, like, the back. In, like, this big aviary. So she was showing us around, talking about the different kinds of birds, like, because we are like, oh, maybe a parakeet or something, and so they showed us the budgies, and we were looking at those, and then showed us, like, the conures and the parrotlets, all that. And then she's like, oh, well, there's these type of, um, they're kind of like parakeets. They're, uh, they're grass keats. They're rosy borks. They're these little pink birds that are small. And she's like, oh, you want to hold one? So she had Liz hold it. Yeah. And, and it went up on her, like, on their chest and kind of went up on her shoulder. It went on my, and then... It kind of flew a little, and then it was on my shoulder, and kind of ran around, and it was on the, the back of my neck, on the back of Liz's neck, and very friendly, and I was like, alright, we're not getting a bird today, we're just looking, and I was like, I'm just going to go find out how much this bird is, because I remember she talked about uh, par- don't, it, don't, don't, don't. My parents still don't know how much we spent on that bird. Right, okay. <laughs> so, but I was just curious, we didn't know the pricing. It was a little more than what we wanted to, but... It, it ended up working out, it wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. So... But yeah, so I just was confirming all that information, and I came back, and Liz had, speaking of Petey's, heard his talk about now he's fluttering. Freaking it's fluttering. Fluttering. Yes, Petey, hello. Mom will take you out later, okay? Um, so, Liz had bonded when I came back, and was like, we have to get this bird. I was like, so we're gonna get you a pet on my birthday. Essentially, mm-hmm. it was the, yes. So, we had to put a deposit down because... They have to make sure the bird is totally weaned because it was still okay. eight weeks old. It was very small. Or very, very young. So we got the, well, they, like, basically a hold on it. So it was our bird, technically. They just held on to it. They had, a, like, a little uh, ankle thing on. So it was, like, another week or week and a half they had to hold on to it. Yeah. So we came back to pick, like, the week and a half later to pick him up and get all the information, ask all the questions. I, we modified a cat carrier, because, like, right after this, we like, oh, we need to get a cage, so I was looking on OfferUp and stuff, found a cage, had a bunch of stuff, we had a really good deal on that, so I modified the cat carrier that the cats love so much, put some perches in it, put some food and water dishes in it so we could pick him up, mm-hmm. and then took him home, put him in the cage, um, very happy bird, didn't really make a lot of noise. We had a small incident with trying to take him out. Mm-hmm. Squish. Squish Max, squish the bird. He uh, was he was fine. Every pet we get has to have an incident with Max, and then they're good. Yeah, it's one and done. One and done. Because Max doesn't know what's going on. Max, these large fluttery thing, thinks it's toy, must get toy. Didn't, like, no no blood. It just kind of got pushed, pushed to the ground, and birds are at least are light and squishy, and so he was fine. He was very, very upset. A lot of loud, angry bird noises. But he was fine. No bleeding, no nothing. All good. Got a lot of millet that day. He was fine. So, after that, we learned that we shouldn't take him out as much because birds, when they're in a new environment, tend to not eat because they're very curious and they're just, like, want to be at attention. So they don't eat. So we lost some weight, so we had to bring him back, like, every three days to the pet store so they could weigh him. And once he got up to weight, then we were fine. They took his tag off. He was officially our bird. We had no more visits. And he's been a good fit ever since. Mm Mm-hmm. Liz still gets upset because she feels like every pet she gets somehow ends up liking me. Yeah, I don't approve. It's just not fair. I I don't know. I have a natural... Pets have a natural inclination to like me. I don't get it either. I don't understand. And I thought I had that special kind of thing. But I guess not. I guess I'm not as special as Andrew. No, she's fine. The bird still likes you. Mm-hmm. All the pets like you. Uh-huh. You, got, you, got, you haven't told the story about... Max's new thing with you. Oh, yeah. Like, make that warms your heart every night. I do. It does warm my heart. So, recently, um, Max has started doing this thing. It's probably been about, like, a week or so. I don't know. But when I go to bed, I go to bed first out of Andrew and I because I 
Well, it's, it's a, kind of like a... Well, I yes, there's part of it. But there's a few different reasons why. One, I'm a teacher, so I'm very tired by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Two, I like to go to bed early because sometimes it takes me a while to actually like get to sleep. And then three, I just like being by myself sometimes. Everyone needs their alone time. So right. sometimes, like, Andrew and I will spend time together, like, during dinner and whatever, and a little bit after, and then it's like, once, like, eight or so happens, it's like, okay, I think it's time for bed. Right. Time so, for our alone time. Yeah, Liz will go... Because he has things to do, too. Like, he does, like, sometimes he has to do work, so he goes to do the fish stuff, whatever. Right. So, I'm in... I go to my bed, or go to bed, and for the past few night or for the past week, um, sometimes Max will come with me, not, like, in bed, but he'll come with, like, to bed, because we have a bed for him in our bedroom, and before he goes in his bed, he'll jump in the bed with me and give me, like, a little kiss goodnight. It was really cute. Just gives me a little peck and, like, he's like, night, mom, and then goes right to his bed and he gets ready for bed, which I thought... It's really cute. And even he does he did it a few times when I um to, was taking a nap too. So like I was like trying to sleep and then Max would come over, even if it was on the couch, he'd come over and give me a little kiss and go to bed so I can go night night and it's really cute and I appreciate it. it shows Max actually cares. Yeah, that's always nice. I think that's a good way to end this episode. It's gone on pretty long. Um Definitely thank everyone checking in. This is the last episode in the pet series. Um, Liz and I will be back together, I think, next month, maybe? Sure. We don't know a date yet. At some point, Adulting and Easy will be back. This could easily have been an Adulting and Easy show. But anyway, that is Poor 36 for this week for the pet series. Thanks for being on, Liz. You're welcome, dear. Yes. All right, everyone. You have a great week. I'll be back next week with a new show I think I might talk about. Uh, the crazy news that recently happened but in the meantime stay happy stay fun get some pets because pets are great bye guys you've been listening to poor 360 you can find us on the socials at poor 360 on facebook twitter and instagram you can find us and all the other podcasts on our network at journeyintocomics.com or early access at patreon.com slash journeyintocomics you can find us on all podcasting platforms like CastBox, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and many others.